following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Aquaka as from Spirit of Lord Church, and we are excited to come to you again. This time, we are going into a teaching about the gifts of the Spirit, gifts of the Spirit of God. And um, we are privileged this month to have in our Bible study sessions Apostle Fred Edwards, who is an outstanding servant of God and he is helping us dissect the gifts of the spirit because we are seeking the manifestations of the gifts of the spirit in the body of Christ right and that is our goal that's our prayer that's our cry and so as you are led Tuesdays at 6 30 p.m at 21 Penn Avenue North you can join us or if you like to zoom in, you can also zoom in and join us as we study. And we'll be we'll be answering some questions and um, and going through to clarify what the spiritual gifts are. So we'll talk about when it was first mentioned in in the in the Bible, and um, who actually authored it. Is spiritual gifts for all believers, or is it just for a certain group? Um, um, there's some. You know, there's some confusions or perspectives and 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 things out there that we can address and hopefully bring some um, resolution, closure, or clarity where necessary. Uh, we 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 will also talk about personal experience and encounters with the different gifts of the spirit, um, and then we would uh, use scripture to contextualize. Uh, really all the all the facts and evidence that we put to the table we are we're a generation that believe in the move of the spirit and that believe in god taking over just like he does because he's a takeover god he's a takeover god yes he made the sun, the moon, and stars, he spoke, and everything revolves around his speech and his word. But again, what he does when we pray and when we seek and we desire things from him is that he shows up. He shows up and he gives us our uh, our needs. He, he meets our needs and he is a loving father. Isn't he? I just want to pray even as we go into the session. Father, we thank you. Expose your word to us, O oh God, and, and cause us to be open. Spirit of God, move mightily. And um, even through our emotions, our thoughts, the patterns that we've we've been accustomed to thinking and education from the past that may uh, entangle us and that allow us to really embrace the full truth of your word. We pray that you will help us, O oh God. Help our spirit of God and and correct us where we need correction. Admonish us where we need admonishing. Let your word come with full force and power to empower us and to set the stage for us to move to the next phase of our journey to discovering and walking our purpose and actually living the life of Christ in front of the world. 
Thank you for answered prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, so uh, the the spiritual gifts and, and manifesting those spiritual gifts is very, very critical. Um, it's very critical. And I, I stand here to say that uh, there is a complete package for believers. So when we have a complete package, but we decide to take bits and pieces of those packages of the package, just because we don't necessarily understand, or we may uh, we may be in doubt, um, doesn't negate the fact that God has a complete package. The salvation package is complete, and it is a package. So, in that package has, you know, deliverance. And God is always delivering us. He's always saving us. He has a hedge of protection around us. So that is deliverance. And it happens every second. The enemy throws a lot of arrows at us, but God is always shielding us. He delivers us and brings us from darkness into light, but he continues the process of deliverance every time so that we are kept fresh you know when when you when you are in God's and under God's control everything about you is fresh everything about you you never go stale and that's part of the package as long as you are plugged into him and you 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 live by the spirit and you walk and study the word you're always sharp always fresh so anytime you you get into a place where you feel like you're stuck or you're not, check your uh, check your devotion, check your prayer, check your fasting lifestyle. God is still in the business of of glorifying himself and, and ensuring that we enjoy the complete package. Now, part of salvation's package includes freedom, freedom from bondage, freedom from um, every entanglement that don't allow us to move as swiftly or in the direction of the Holy Spirit. And God has called us to be uh, ambassadors of peace, right? So we are Christ's ambassadors, and he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So as part of the salvation package, we are able to reconcile ourselves one to another and reconcile the world back to him. Amen. And so these things are necessary. And when you do, I'm not, I haven't exhausted a complete salvation package, but when you're a believer and you're still uh, not free, totally free from certain influences of the enemy, well, it doesn't mean you're, you're not saved, but you're not taking advantage of the complete package. For instance, as believers, we God has called us to stay out of debt. And that is my prayer that believers will take up the mantle of wealth that God has released upon us and begin to dictate things economically. Begin to dictate things economically. If we haven't been doing that, we start doing it. If we're doing that, then we amplify or he causes us to increase the magnitude of our influence because we 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 are we are unable to always be at the mercy of um you know economists who 
who are taking principles in the word and actually uh, applying them. And sometimes it's perverted. It's not uh, according to the specs that God has created. So then it creates um, issues down the line. So we as believers should rise up and start dictating some of those things. And so if you're a believer and you're still saddled with instability, um, whether it's your thought process, you know, your business and, and your work, yeah, we, we, we have to arise in prayer and seek God to, to smoothen those rough edges and cause us to enjoy the complete package, right? So I want to make sure that as believers, we, we know what is rightfully ours and we pursue until we get what is rightfully ours. And part of what is rightfully ours is that we enjoy the gifts of the Spirit. We enjoy the benefits of the gift of the Spirit. It's our heritage. It is a part of our inheritance in, in, in Christ Jesus. And let me, let me plug in this. When Jesus, uh, in Luke, the book of Luke, when Jesus came on the scene, the genealogy of Jesus is listed. And through the gen- when you look through the list of those that came before Jesus, well, a lot of them didn't have good histories. A lot of them were saddled with so many issues and so many controversies that Jesus had to come and say, no, it's my turn. And I'm the savior of the world. And so I'm blotting out anything that has been active and, um, you know, a force before my time. And I am starting and setting the stage for a new beginning. So anybody that believes in me is that same grace is available to them. That same ability to to blot out and to start new patterns that give glory to God and that will extend through thousands of generations is rightfully ours. It's rightfully ours. And so Jesus lived the true manifestation of freedom, of walking and building a legacy um, in him. Now, let's let's turn our attentions to the scripture. Luke chapter 11. Uh, Luke chapter 11, verses 9. And it says that, I say to you, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Now verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he... For a fish, give him a serpent. Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? 13. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? This is just blunt. We we don't receive because we don't ask. 
So there, there's a principle that Jesus was opening the eyes to. Ask is the acronym. You ask, you seek, and you knock. A-S-K. Because when you ask, it shall be given. When you seek, you shall find. When you knock, it shall be opened to you. And seeking before God requires almost the same intensity and the same passion as we talked about last week as travailing. So you 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 devote you devote resources. You 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 go at length. The Bible talks about the woman with the issue of blood. She had spent all she had. She was seeking answers to the issue that she had. She was seeking answers. She needed a resolution. She needed resolution. She, she needed settlement, and that could only come when she she thought would only come when she had spent all her resources, but. Without spending her resources, she wouldn't have found out some of the answers that she found out. And so a lot of times when we when we come before God and we are seeking for something, the spirit of God, we have to lay down. Uh, we have to lay down our stomachs. We have to fast. We have to we have to dive deep into his word. We have to pay the price. It comes with a price. But Jesus said that he that seeketh findeth and he that knocketh it shall be opened then he goes and he said we he 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 talks about the fact that we who have wicked intents and thoughts right and he's echoing the voice of jeremiah in this context and he's saying that yeah jeremiah said that the heart of man is wicked it's evil desperately wicked and Jesus is saying that you <laughs> who being evil, that is the nature of the flesh, the sin nature in us, always tries to rear its head, comes up periodically. But we can subject that to the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said that if we know how to give good gifts unto our children, how much more? Will God give us the gift of the Holy Spirit to those that ask? To those that ask, seek, and knock. God is willing to give us his spirit. And Jesus said that he's not going to leave us as often as he, as he left us into the heavens. And he said that I will send my spirit. I will send you a helper, a comforter, a counselor. Who will guide you into all truth, which means that some of the truth that we have accepted as believers ought not to be so unless the Spirit of God has taught us, unless the Spirit of God has revealed to us. So God, we seek, we ask, we knock, that you will bestow upon us the gift of the Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit for such a season for such a period that we are in, we only seek you and your power and your spirit to lead us and to strengthen and empower us for what is ahead. We thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church.
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Loving Jesus must begin and sustain by a decision, not by a feeling or when you get around it, when you feel like it. It has to begin with the mind, with a decision. Dr. Michael Youssef. For loving Jesus deeply must capture our ability and the gift of visualization. The Bible comes to life this week on Leading the Way. Learn more during this week's Leading the Way, each weekday evening at 6.30 here on The Mission. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church, and we are talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And we, we are laying the foundation so we understand that the gift of the Spirit is available to everyone, all believers. Anybody who comes into Christ, the gift is available. In fact, the the apostles, when pe- people repented, they they just baptized them right away and they laid hands on them to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now it's a gift. It's a gift. Holy Spirit is a gift and it's available to everybody. It's not just meant for specific people or a specific class. No, in God, there is no classism. No, there is no classism. No, there is not. The difference is that he gives us different gifts according to the spirit so it's one spirit but he gives us different uh he amplifies certain strengths in us by his spirit so we are able to maintain a balance we're able to help each other we're able to uh, equip the body of christ so that's why he's given he, he he gave gifts apostles prophets Evangelists, pastors, teachers, and he is still in the give, in the in the business of giving those gifts because it's something that he gave when he ascended to the heavens, and Jesus is still in the heavens, right? He is still giving out gifts, and the gifts and the call of God, the Bible says, are without repentance. So, as we read Luke eleven, uh, we we saw verses nine to to thirteen. We saw that the key. To receiving the gift of the Spirit is to ask. Is to ask. Because God is always willing. He's always willing to give us the comforter, the helper, our advocate, the 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 one who would guide us into all truth and help us understand the word of God and and and, and the mind of God. Yes. Yes. And and I believe truly based on the scriptures that God is pouring out his power and might. Hmm. He's pouring out his power and might in this era, in this era, because we need it. We need it. As believers, there are so many alternate truths out there. 
there is and there is the 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 chatter around that there is no absolute truth ladies and gentlemen according to the scriptures truth is truth there is no absolute truth there's truth grace and truth is revealed through jesus that's it grace and truth is revealed through Jesus. Now, we the previous month we had been dealing with the the topic of keys to effective prayer and fasting, and I want to read from Romans eight twenty six that with fasting and prayer, the Spirit of the Lord is who enables and quickens our bodies, and who fortifies our spirit man to embrace fully the the challenge of going against the norm of nourishing your body. Because God made everything. He said, no, eat. Eat of everything. So fasting wasn't intended during creation in the Garden of Eden. But fasting became a necessity because man fell and we needed to, uh, we needed to get back to God. Now, Romans 8.26, it says that in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer, which gives us a clue that there are types of prayers or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit Himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. Yes, and that, yeah. At times in prayer, you are agonized. You're praying. You're you're laboring, and and there is a passion. There's a burden on your heart to let out. You don't know how to. You words cannot express, and so the the spirit of God now comes in and he says, "Look, I'm. I know your heart. I've seen your heart. What do you want to utter words?" Uh, words are not enough so i'm going to augment i'm going to supplement you i'm going to push you up and i'm going to uh, do that with with groanings and sighs that words cannot describe too deep for words so sometimes we are in we're caught in a situation where you're praying and all of a sudden you're you're lost for words and you start ah, you start sighing groaning and it's by the inspiration of the Spirit of God. Now, I want also the gift of the Spirit evidenced by speaking in tongues is still relevant in this day, in this day, in this day. And as we go in depth in the next few weeks about the gift of the Spirit and the manifestation of the Spirit of God. I pray that the Spirit of God will be released upon you. Even as you listen, even as you pray in your prayer closet, even as you sleep and dream, may you have encounters and may you, may God show you and reveal to you His truth. There's no alternate reality. The, the reality and the truth of God is what is absolute. Nothing else. Nothing else. Why? Because he has demonstrated it in his word and we have tasted of it. We have tasted of it and we know that it's true. You've encountered God 
in ways that words can't describe. And I believe in the book of Revelations, John saw a lot more things that he couldn't articulate. So my prayer is that God strengthen you. God graciously give you his spirit beyond measure. May the spirit of God not be released to us in portions, but without measure. That, that was what Jesus portrayed. And so we thank God that in this season, as we arise to prayer and as we ask, as we communicate with him, may God release his spirit again upon us, a fresh fire for the fresh season. In Jesus' name, God bless you. And this is Pastor Solomon. Stay blessed. We'll see you next week. Enjoy.